0: Back with another episode of Conversations and Connections, the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the Prevention Coordinator for the agency, and it is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we've done podcasts before where we've we've talked to uh, some of our advocates and our counselors about domestic violence and its its uh, its effect on. On the victims on the families and the community and things like that but one of the things i really wanted to do which i think it's i don't know how unique it is um but here at the family Crisis center of course we have a prevention program and uh another player in our prevention program besides me being coordinator is uh will Wyndham, who is our our uh bip coordinator uh the and, and we'll talk briefly about what BIP is. But of course Bip being a man and two men on a prevention program on an agency, I kind of thought it might be interesting just to kind of talk about the role that men can play in preventing um preventing domestic violence in our community. So Will, you're such a sport as always. Thanks for uh thanks for doing <laughs> thanks for doing this. Yes. Good Friday morning. I kind of uh called an audible on will a couple of days ago hey man what do you think about us doing this and of course will and i of course we're coming to you from the uh, the confines of our uh, our brand new production facilities here in lufkin and uh will and i are now based in here so um we have a nice conference room to to do this kind of thing in and uh so we're just going to talk a little bit about the role that men play uh so will before we do get started uh, uh just briefly, you are the Bip coordinator. What is what is the Bip? What is Bip, and what is and what do you do in regards to that?
1: Yeah, so I guess um, the way I found myself to this work and this conversation is, um, we the Family Crisis Center here started a Bip program, and uh, of course I came on at, at the inception of that.
0: How
1: long ago? When was that? I think that was 2015 I started uh, here. And, of course, we just put it together from the ground up. But, of course, BIP, Batterers Intervention and Prevention Program, um, is geared solely, uh, our program here is geared solely towards men who have been perpetrators. Uh, Again, normally those guys come from probation, parole, um, court systems, CPS, et cetera. And, uh, of course, the main goal of that is just accountability for men. Right.
0: And, again, I think it's kind of a unique perspective. You know, when we go to conferences, I mean, back when there were in-person conferences, I guess I should say, um, especially with prevention, there's not a – I mean, there's men in prevention work, but there's really not just a ton – and I think it's kind of interesting when you see the you know, the the main players that have been in the prevention program the past couple of years have been me and you and being both men in this work. And I don't know if sometimes when we go do a presentation or, or go talk to people, if they find it kind of odd that there's men talking about domestic violence prevention Um but I, I kind of want to, and, and I, whenever I was talking to Will, I, I kind of wanted this just to be kind of a conversation because uh, instead of just a Q and A back and forth, and uh, I kind of want to talk about is there a place for men to stand up uh, to domestic violence, um, you know, or are, are men's voices being heard? Do men's voices need to be heard in the domestic violence prevention or? Um, and so I don't know if you want to kick it off or I can kick it off. Uh, I personally think that it's, it's good to hear from a man's perspective and to hear men, um, I don't know if I want to go as far as say, you know, hear hear men be feminists, but to hear men be advocates for women and, and men, because, and, and we will talk about this, men can be victims of domestic violence also. It's, it's not just, um... Uh, women who are, are survivors of domestic violence. But, um, I think there's a place for men. I think it, it is good to hear and see men address the issue and to talk to the community about, about this and the need to address it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, just back to your point, you know, um, uh, us being in prevention and, and sort of getting the side eye would be sort of like, I guess, if you go to the hospital and you show up and the, the nurse is a male, right? I mean, certainly we've seen more of that, but it's just not quite what you're expecting. And I think it goes back to the things that we talk, to, uh, talk about so much in prevention. And, of course, it's become a hot topic and, and almost um, um, you know debatable whether we can speak up about it, but it's the gender socialization of men and women, and, of course, um, it, it really just goes back to that. And, again, in the BIP world, uh, of course, uh, the the, spro- the key missing to solving the issues with domestic violence really is the men in the conversation. Um, so a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of things we see. Lots of good women do lots of really great work to help other women. Um in In dealing with domestic violence and offering the services, supporting them, but really, when you you're that conversation is missing something, and that's the men. and And again, in the conversation around domestic violence, so quickly, the perpetrator or the male falls off the conversation falls out of the conversation. So, you know, when um Janie, as I like to say, comes to the family crisis center. We, we might ask the perpetrator's name and what he did, but outside of that, we're really not concerned if he has anything else going on. Is he mentally okay? Does he have substance abuse issues? What's making him so angry, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So, um, yes, the place to stand up, I think, really is, is um, like you were saying, just, just all men being accountable to those ideas.
0: Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, one of the things that... that I always wonder about, and I don't think I've ever really had this happen is, you know, we always expect and we're always told to expect when we go out and make a presentation, there may be an outcry. And it just makes me wonder, are there possible outcries that aren't, um, uh, presented because they don't want to outcry to a man or if they feel uncomfortable talking to a man about uh, something that's going on in their life, I don't know. Um, that it's crossed my mind, and it may not. You know, most women may not find that intimidating. I just, I, I just always have kind of speculated about that.
1: Yeah, I think anecdotally, yes. Um, you know, uh, 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 and before I had enough BIP work going at the crisis center, I did a little advocacy on the legal side. And you just feel the 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 tension that comes in a room when a when a when a woman comes in to explain what a male has just done and there's a male sitting across there. Right. It doesn't mean that they won't do it. It doesn't mean that um it's totally uncomfortable. But but yes, I think um especially when the places we go to present prevention information, the risk is so high for the woman to report anyway, mm-hmm. the last person they're gonna come to is Me or you standing at the front of the room,
0: you know. Right. Um, You know, one of the things, one of the talking points I was, you know, I I was going to address is, you know, what can men do? And the thing that I always, the first thing that always crosses my mind is uh, the bystander intervention uh, concept. You know, if you're out with your buddies and your buddies are, are bragging, you know, Lately, the term has been locker room talk, but uh, that or, you know, doing something inappropriate as the waitress walks by or whatever, and they slap her on the butt or something, you know, let's just say. Uh, Guys, speak up and say something, you know, tell your guys, hey, that really wasn't a cool thing you just did. Why did you do that? You know, if you see someone um, that's obviously very uncomfortable, if you see, if you're out at a restaurant, you see... And at the bar, you see a man hitting on a woman. She's visibly uncomfortable. Uh, don't go over there and start trying to kick his ass, but say something or pretend you know her, you know, and get her away from that. I mean, it's simple things like that, I think, that uh, men can do. I don't think you necessarily have to pick a platform and get on a stage and, um, and start a protest or anything.
1: Yeah, and I think um, just speaking to that, while we don't see enough of that, um, where and because I think th- what we see through BIP Group and just working with men is that it's such a risk to men to stick their neck out in those situations um, because it really, even if you individually believe that the guy shouldn't slap the waiter on the backside as she walks by, when you're with your five other guy friends, you're really risking a lot. of your social capital to call them out, right? And not that it's the uh, right or wrong thing to do. It's just that you risk being judged. Sure, exactly. um, I think that's really what makes this whole conversation, gives it some credence is because it's so hard for men to speak up because they're still concerned they'll be um, essentially, what we know from BIP group is be uh, referred to as feminine in some way, yeah, right? As weak, correct. as um, not, not as good as another man, not as manly. And mm-hmm. this whole idea, again, the that... Um, again, a bit we think that uh, men believe that if you begin to talk to them about what it means to be a man, you're essentially trying to turn them into a woman. Right. Which is just not the case. But that's sort of the
0: belief. Well, and, and even when you talk about prevention work and, you know, one of the main pillars of prevention work that I talk to students about or, or even adults is the positive gender roles. And especially when you start trying to tell men, Hey, it's okay to express your feelings. It's okay to cry. It's okay to like Downton Abbey (laughs) or, or whatever. That doesn't take away anything of your masculinity, but when you try to address that to men and, uh, and I'll go ahead and say it. In DPS, Texas, a lot of times, it's like you said, as a presenter and as a professional, it may not come back on you as strong. Sometimes you do get the, the blowback, well, you're trying to change us. But if you're out with your buddies, that's a whole other level of your standing, like you said, in that group. Okay, and I think maybe sometimes that may keep men from saying something because they don't want to come across as feminine or weak or not liking women, you know, or, or, or whatever. Um, and so that, that is a very good, that is a very good point. But guys, I mean, the thing is just don't be afraid, uh, you know, instead of thinking of well, I'm a man defending a woman, you, you know, you're a human defending another human. And, um, and that's the main thing I think we need to look at it as.
1: Yeah. And I really, I think that, um, that's what gets glossed over in all of these conversations is that, you know, It's not really healthy for a man to be participating in that type of behavior. It's not really healthy for him. It's certainly not good for the waitress who, you know, he's putting on that stage like that. Right. Um, But, yeah, it's not that we're trying to make you weak. We're just trying to make you a better human being, right? I mean, um, understand why that's inappropriate in a public setting um, to act like that towards a, a woman. But it comes from... And these just general ideas, it's not that, um, again, Johnny is a terrible guy sitting at the table, and he just likes to be a womanizer, as we would say. It comes from these beliefs about what he should be, um, not necessarily personal to what's going on. I guess it it starts way back at the very top of the pyramid that just, just Johnny just believes it's his right to have access to that woman because he's a man.
0: Right. Right. Sure. Uh, So really, you know, guys, just, you know, it's not just a women's issue. It's not just, well, you know, it only happens to women or the women need to take care of the women as men. We do need to stand up and, and speak out and, and say something. And and I'll mention this because I love this and I, and I'll use this in my trainings a lot. Uh, The actor, Justin Baldoni, you can look on Facebook. uh, uh, shoot, what is it called? Why I'm, I think it's why I'm tired being man enough. I think is the name of the video, but he gives such an excellent Ted talk about men's roles in, um, embracing what has traditionally been considered feminine and that it's not, uh, demasculizing if you, if that's, is that a word to, uh, (laughs) to, uh, to do things like that and how we do need to defend the women in our lives and in our community uh when it comes to uh domestic violence and sexual assault and things like that so look it up just go on youtube it's justin baldoni why am i uh why i'm tired or why i'm done being man enough and he's an actor uh but it is is a very good ted talk and i kind of want to close things out we did mention this at the top of the show that you know you know remember men men are victims too at the family crisis center And that's one of the reasons we kind of changed our name. You know, we were the Women's Shelter of East Texas. Uh, But we want to emphasize the fact that we do serve men. And men can be victims also. We've had men stay at our shelter before. Uh, So I think it's, uh, and I don't know if you want to add anything to this, uh, Will, but it is important for men to speak up. You know, if you look at statistics, and and it does make sense, obviously uh, men, uh, uh, reports of uh, men, victims are going to be lower than women. But I think part of that is because men are afraid. If something happens, they are afraid to, to speak up and report and to say something. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I think we see this in our groups from time to time. I think there's no denying that there are women perpetrators of domestic violence and that there are male victims of domestic violence. But the same sort of barriers that we talked about that keep men from calling out other men of on their bad behavior is the same barriers that keep guys from reporting, right? I mean, if you show up at the police station and you're like, hey, you know, my wife just just beat me down in the front yard um, and the other police officer is what is the sort of social ramifications of that, right? And of course, if you're real adherent to this idea of this man box, we talk about real manly. Well, you can't go just run around in the community admitting that your wife's beating you up because what are other men going... How are they going to Mm -hmm. judge you, right? So, um, and really, we see this story all the time where men come into BIP and they excuse their bad behavior away by saying that she's the violent one. Well, we have simply one answer for you, and that's, did you call the cops, right? And most of them will say no. They don't need to call the cops. They're bigger than. They had the situation under control. Clearly, they didn't, um, but... Yes. What 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 leg do you have to stand on if you're just running around saying your partner is um, beating you up? You know you're going to have to do the same thing as a, a victim that's a woman would have to do. You're going to have to call. You're going to have to make a report if you want to access services or you want a protective order. There's going to have to be some sufficient evidence right. showing that that person you know that Janie's so crazy as you say she is. Um, otherwise. It's just it's just not going to work. I mean, you can't show up and say I'm a victim, and when they ask, well, you know, where's the evidence of that? Mm -hmm. You know, and there's none. Then it's just a he said she said situation.
0: All right. Um, Well, uh, I think that's kind of going to wrap it up for for this this session of the podcast. I I did want to kind of address that because a lot of times, and I'm sure we have talked about this before, but we really have never just talked about the role that men need to play in in prevention uh and and i think it has a lot to do with our our standing in society the gender roles thing uh what the media tells us how sometimes men don't want to stand up and and speak out and and be advocates for women but we really really we really need to do that will i appreciate it uh thank you sir uh it's good. They can't. They can't hear you nod.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um, sorry. my only my only challenge is is, is the 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 place where men starts at home in the mirror, right? And what you believe about yourself, about men, about your role uh, with your partner or with women, or what you believe about women. And it's only when you believe that there's some e- equality there that you can go out into public and start sure addressing it with other people because you know and that just starts in the mirror where do you stand you have to as we say in BIP you have to do the work for yourself of asking yourself the questions what you believe about your relationship to women where's the equality there where does the power and control which are our two main things to always talk about where are you with those and once you address that with yourself then you can take it out into public
0: Sure. All right. Again, uh, Will Wyndham, he's our BIP coordinator, uh, and uh, we're talking about uh, men's role, men's roles, I should say, in uh, preventing domestic violence. Again, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and if you feel like um, you're listening and you need uh, the services of the Family Crisis Center. We do have a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotline. That number is 1-800-828-7233. 1-800-828-7233. And I encourage you to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. You can do that uh, through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, pretty much any podcast service uh, of your choice, wherever you listen to your podcast. If you do a search for Conversations and Connections, you should be able to find us. And remember, be that voice, if not for you, for someone else.